5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, November is always Asbestos Awareness Month and tomorrow is Asbestos Awareness Day. And the staggering stat about uh, the National Asbestos Awareness Campaign is that 4,000 Australians die from asbestos-related diseases every year. 4,000. It's incredible. Uh, Director of the Asbestos Education Committee is Alice Collins, and she joins me on the line. Alice, good evening. Thank you for your time. Good, good evening. Thanks for having me. It's still a major problem, isn't it? We we seem none the wiser. Huge issue. I mean, one third of Australian homes actually contain asbestos, and a lot of people think, "Oh, yeah, I live in a brick home, or I live in a." colonial farmhouse, I'm fine. But the real issue is that asbestos was actually in over 3,000 decorator and building products. So it was introduced in between the 1940s right through to 1990. So a lot of the time people don't realise that it's in their bathrooms, it's like under their flooring, um, behind the wall tiles, it's the walls, it's the glue that glues the tiles. Really? um, yeah, it, it was used really, really thoroughly across the house. Um, it's also found under carpet, so it was used in the carpet underlay and the glue that would adhere the carpet, as well as under lino, vinyl floor tiles, all sorts of places. And it was hugely popular in kitchens as kitchen splashbacks. So quite often you might see this um, slightly shiny um material on the walls in kitchens and bathrooms with a bit of a sheen. It was called Tylux and it was a huge product that was used across Australia in bathrooms and laundries and kitchens and um, it was a brilliant product in, in its time but unfortunately it's a deadly product. Wow and and people wouldn't even think that. See I, I wouldn't have thought um, it's essentially the, the plaster is what you're talking about isn't it? The stuff behind the tiles. Yeah, so most people just think it's the fibro yeah. cheating. So people think, oh, yeah, I don't have a fibro house. I'll be right. I can just go ahead and do my DIY demolition. Mm. But you need to actually um, get this. If your house is built or renovated or farm property before 1990, you may really need to get a licensed professional assessor to come in, have a look, and um, let you know whether or not you do actually have asbestos in your home because you can't tell just by looking at it. They actually need to do samples and which get sent off to um, another accredited lab. Right. So you can't tell. Even the experts, you've got to send it away. They, they can look at it. They, they have a better idea. Okay. But um, you can't know definitively unless right. it's tested. Gee yeah. whiz, I mean, okay. If you've, got a, if you've got the corrugated Super 6 roofing or fencing, that's really obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, a lot of the fibro cement that was used in sheds. So the uh, one side is, is all smooth and the other side's kind of dimpled and golf balled, yeah. uh, like a golf ball, um, and that's, that's asbestos. Right. Gee whiz, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the, uh, the the fact that all the uh, home handyman shows of the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, they probably haven't helped in this, have they? Because people see um, others on TV smashing down walls and think, well, I can do that, and away they Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, because the shows themselves have, have done their own asbestos tests, yeah. um, but that part isn't necessarily, you know, sexy for TV, yeah, so it yeah. isn't always shown. Um but currently in Australia, with the 4,000 that are dying annually, 
that's two and a half times more than the annual road toll. So it's a really important issue that we're trying to get people to understand that when it comes to asbestos, you need to respect it Mm. and you need to get the licensed um, assessors in to check to see if you've got it and definitely don't DIY your own asbestos removal. Get the experts in. You wouldn't do your own electrical um, work or your own plumbing work because it's just not safe and it's the same with asbestos. So, okay, 4,000. Now, presumably those people contracted... Uh, mesothelioma or whatever asbestos-related disease they have, uh, uh, the mm-hmm. best part of three, maybe four decades ago. So yes. would you say in, I don't know, 20, 30 years, that number might be closer to 400 as a result of the work being done today by campaigns like this? That, that's the aim. We're yeah. aiming to bring down the incidence. So within the different types of asbestos-related diseases, there is mesothelioma, there's asbestosis, pleural disease and regular lung cancer. So we're trying to minimise exposure. So the thing which people need to be mindful of, yes, it is lethal. Yes, it is, um, is, is a, has been banned in Australia. Uh, it was banned in, uh, on the 31st of December 2003. So in commercial properties built before 2004, you'll still find asbestos in those properties. But in residential properties, it's before 1990. Yeah. But the thing with asbestos is, especially with fibro-cement, it's completely safe as long as you don't disturb it yep. to create fibres which become airborne, which you can inhale. Mm. So it's really important that if you do have fibro in your home, that it is painted, it is sealed, and that it is um, you are looking after it so it doesn't become weathered. So there's two types of asbestos. There's bonded asbestos and there's friable asbestos. And asbestos cement sheeting is the bonded um, asbestos because it has the cement bonds the fibres in to keep it um, to keep the fibres from becoming airborne. But the real danger is when there's a fire or a bushfire that actually breaks down the bonding of that cement, which enables the fibres to no longer be bonded and to become friable. So, all right, somebody has texted in. What's the difference between an asbestos-related disease and silicosis? Silicosis, um, I'm not. I'm not a medical person, so I can't give the medical um, differences. But silicosis is very similar to an asbestos-related disease, except it happens much quicker. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's and it's as a result of exposure to man-made. Um, bench tops and those sorts of things, which is why the unions over this week have been proactive about um, getting governments to start um, considering ways of banning um, that sort of material. Okay, so so this is stonecutters and the like, I presume? Yes. Right. Yes, and people that install kitchens and all that sort of stuff. Okay, all right. Um, Yeah. So where do we go with this next? I mean, mesothelioma, there's no no cure for asbestos-related diseases. Is there any hope that something might be developing in, in the future? There's lots of medical research happening in Australia and around the world. Australia actually has the highest number of um, asbestos-related um, diseases in the world because we were the highest user per capita of asbestos products. Um, after the war, we put up so many houses for returned servicemen and people were putting up sheds and garages to house their cars as well. So it's really interesting if you look at the evolution of um, the automotive industry, it ties in with asbestos usage in homes. And while um, the average... Um, latency period for um, mesothelioma to develop is the is between 33 and 44 years. If a young child is exposed, 
they do develop the um, mesothelioma in their 20s. So we've had case studies of where families in the 70s and early 80s were doing renovations or building houses and to save some money, they were sanding the walls and doing their own painting and um, their kids would help sweep up all the dust. And there's this one uh, one family who's been really... um, proactive about getting the message out there to be safe around asbestos. They lost their son, Adam Sager. Um, I think from memory he was about 26 when he was diagnosed and he didn't live to see his 27th birthday. Wow. That's terrible. So it's, so when you when you are renovating, you need to be mindful of the people around you. So yeah, yeah. You, not only your own house mm. and your own household, but your neighbours and the general community. Can early detection do anything? Like if, if somebody thinks, oh, maybe I was exposed 10 years ago, getting an X-ray today, would that would that lead to any, I don't know, I mean, I suppose the only cure is a lung transplant. It depends on the type of the type of asbestos-related disease, but if you think you have been exposed, there is the National Mesothelioma Register or Asbestos Exposure Register, which you hop on. If you hop onto our website, which is asbestosawareness.com.au, we do have a link there to the National Register where you just pop on. Pop, pop online, enter your details, and that way in years to come, if you do develop an asbestos-related disease, there's some way of being able to track back um, a little bit more about your history because I don't know about you, but I don't remember what I was doing 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it's a good way of being able to, to have that on file. Right. How long after uh, exposure, would it show up in your lung? I mean, p- obviously people uh, get their lungs screened perhaps when they start becoming unwell and mm. and and then it's too late. But uh, yeah. how long after would it show up? Look, I'm not sure the exact time frame, but from diagnosis with somethothelioma, patients normally have 10 to 12 months. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So the, the key message that we're trying to educate Australians about is to respect asbestos. You don't cut it, you don't drill it, mm. you don't drop it or sand it, you don't saw it, you don't scrape it, you don't scrub it. You just you look definitely, at it. Definitely, <laughs> you just look at it, you protect it, and you don't water blast it. Right. And what is you do, you just don't dump it because um, with water blasting, a lot of people just water blast roofs to, to clean them, especially after there's lots of rain and there's moss and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And um, what it does, it actually breaks down the fibres and it causes a you know a thousand dollar you know um, job to be like a quarter of a million dollar remediation work Gee. because the fibers actually spread yeah. across the community around the houses around so mm. water blasting is a massive no no. All right, good advice, Alice. Thank you so much for your time tonight. My pleasure. So if anyone has any um, concerns or any uh, want to find out any more information about asbestos, if you hop onto asbestosawareness.com.au, we've got lots of resources. We've got over 1,500 resources available that are all free for people to download. There are house checklists for residential properties. We've got a whole lot of tradie resources as well, as well as commercial property as well. So it's a plethora of information for whatever you need. Fantastic. Good on you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Alice uh, Collins, Director, Asbestos Education Committee. Uh, Respect Asbestos. It is Asbestos Awareness Month. And the website again, asbestosawareness.com.au. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.